It's the best. The best. The best. Of- Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from 6 to 10 on New Country 1031. Have you ever heard of anything like this happening, Chelsea? No. No. I mean, Absolutely neighbors do not. weird things to each other all the time. Oh, but- yeah. You hear neighbors doing, yes, weird drama, weird things, you know, putting trash in other people's trash, all that kind of stuff, but nothing like this. Nothing no. like this. We have uh, Lynn on the phone. Lynn, are you there? I am. Hi. Hi. All right. Explain to everybody what's going on with you and your neighbor, Gretchen. Okay. Well, I don't really know her very well, but I did, I was able to get her phone number from the HOA directory um, to call her today, but I'm calling because for the past few weeks, Okay, I've come home from work. I have a fenced-in backyard. My neighbor on the east side, she she has a yard too, but it's not very, like, open. She has a pool and sort of a screened-in porch, so right. not really big yard. She has been putting her dog in my backyard, like, to let it out and play whenever I'm not home, when I'm working. So you're coming home, so, and there's a dog in your backyard. Exactly. I'm coming home, like, probably five times now and there's a random dog in my backyard now i don't know her so i've just been kind of passive aggressively like walking this dog back over i put it back inside her screen porch but now i'm just fed up because it's not my backyard is not for her dog to just hang out in so i left a note for her she didn't answer and then it happened again so now i'm just ready to confront her on the phone and you go and you actually put the dog like you put the dog back in there yeah like i know that dog is hers um so that screen porch like that gate opens so i just return the dog basically but i haven't spoken to her about it but last time i left a note and then it's happening again now i i have my own dog that's not allowed to be out there when i'm at work so it's just like not even fair oh so then your dog your dog's looking out at the other dog in the backyard like why can't i go outside uh, why why is that dog in there yeah, this is just odd. So, and you haven't like talked to her about it? No, but I think really now it's time. It's like a slap in the face that she did it again after I left that note. So, so you do, you want to close down up. your doggy daycare system? Exactly. I'm not getting paid to run a doggy daycare. So, <laughs> oh my god. Really fair. All right, Lynn, hold on the line for a couple minutes. We'll get your neighbor Gretchen on the phone and uh, figure out why she thinks your yard is a dog park. All right, hold on a second. Come on, that's weird. That's bizarre. And violating and Just, everything. like, goes and, like, can you imagine going to your neighbor's house and just going back and, like, putting your dog in there? And also, you're, like, not even watching your dog. No, because you're not supposed to do that. What if your dog digs out underneath the fence because it wants to come home? Well, all right, we'll get Gretchen here on There's the phone. There's a lot here. In a second. It's New Country 1031. Everybody has drama. Some people like sharing it on the radio. Can we have one morning without all the drama? That's why we have Forgive and Forget with Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. All right, you come home from work one day and you find out that your neighbor, who you don't know that well, while you're away, has put her dog in your backyard to frolic around and play and do their business. It's so bizarre. It's, it is weird. If I came home and there was another dog in my backyard, I'd be like, what the? Right. How'd right. You get here? Um, so that is what is happening to Lynn. Her neighbor Gretchen is doing that. Lynn's on hold. Let's get Gretchen on the line here. Hello? Hi, we're looking for Gretchen. Yeah, hey. Hi. Hey, hey Gretchen. Hi. It's Tim and Chelsea over at New Country. How you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. Uh, listen, the reason why we're calling is that we heard that you are a very, very big uh, dog lover and advocate. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you you have a dog, I'm assuming. I do. I do. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you, we have your neighbor, Lynn, on the phone as well. Lynn, are you there? 
I am. Hi. All right, Lynn, Gretchen is on the other line, so go ahead. Hey, Gretchen. Um, I just want to talk about this whole putting your dog in my yard thing. I, it just really needs to stop at this point. I feel like it's an invasion of my property, and you never even asked permission or, or even thanked me or anything, and I, I just would like you to stop, please. Well, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I think you, invasion is, like, very dramatic. I don't, <laughs> I mean... You're just you're just not there, so you should just call me when you get home, and I'll come over and grab my dog. It's not your property. <laughs> just, did she just say you should just call me when you get home? Lynn? I'm your not like your dog sitter. backyard is just so much better than mine at the moment, and so I just, you know, it's really not that big of a thing. Well, it's a big thing for me because it's not my fault that your yard isn't big enough for your dog. It has nothing to do with me. So I'm not a dog sitter. And I don't. I shouldn't have to come home from work and walk your dog back to your house. That's kind of crazy. You're just. I mean, I'll, like come, I'll come over and grab him. And honestly, like you know, I always clean. If he if he makes a mess, I mean, I always clean it up. You never have to. No, you, you never know. see any First poop, all, do you? No, of course not. <gasps> First of all, no, that's not true. And I can't believe you're even trying to justify this. And now I have my own dog. And what happens if my dog's out there? And your you know dog what? Is not out there, though. It's not your property. This is, like, am I the only one? I feel like I'm going crazy here. You can't just put your dog over someone's fence. It's a fenced-in backyard. And yeah, like, but there's breaks in the fence. I mean, there's not, it's not completely fenced. If there's some bushes and stuff like that, it's not completely fenced. <laughs> yeah, so, Lynn, if and you want to take care of that and finish that on up, that'd be fantastic. Oh, my God. Okay, well, wait, you know, just you're just not, well, I don't understand why this is such a big thing. I, I mean, why are you having someone else call me? This is crazy. Well, Gretchen, uh, I have a question you, for you. I have a question. Yeah. What happens if you put your dog on Lynn's property and something happens to your dog? Nothing's going to happen to my dog. What's going to, I mean, there's nothing in her backyard to, that anything could happen. I'm not, you don't know what I'm doing in my backyard. You know, I'm not responsible for it. I'm not even home. So honestly, well, no, you're not. It's get, not bothering you. Okay, I honestly, it's going to get to the point, if you're going to act like this, I'm going to have to report it to HOA, and I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe you're going to get fined. Or maybe worse, mm-hmm. they're going to take the dog and give it to someone who's actually going to care for it or give it. I don't, it like, don't, I don't like being threatened like this. This is very dramatic. I don't, I mean. <laughs> then keep your dog out of her yard. Yeah, then just keep your dog in your <laughs> own property. There are plenty of doggy daycares that can watch your dog, okay? I'm not having it. Like, it's just not fair to my own dog when I'm gone. And you never even ask. And it's just not a good way to make nice with the neighbors. You know what I'm saying? It's just not how oh, So your act. solution to make nice with the neighbors is to bring me on the radio and be like a drama queen about it? Okay. Respond okay. to the notes that I wrote instead of just ignoring it and putting your dog back in my yard. Like, that's how insane people act. Okay, who's being insane now? Not me, I don't like, think. get a cat. Listen to you. Maybe you should get a cat or a hamster <laughs> instead. <laughs> If you don't have to for it. <laughs> oh my god, she used to get a hamster. I'm, She'll probably put that in your yard too. I'm so I can't even I don't understand why I'm being harassed like this. I have to go. Okay. Well, lots of people call that trespassing, but that's that's another conversation. I don't know why she's saying I'm harassing her. She's what the up? one that's on my on my property. Like this is crazy. Uh, well, she hung up, Lynn. So um Oh my god. <laughs> She's a nut. You're going to have to go to the HOA board because that, that... I'm going to have to move. She is... Uh, that's, that's You are going to have to move. That's a little, that's a little cray-cray.
<laughs> so yeah. Well, hopefully that's a step in the direction. But I would go to HOA with this one. Holy moly! Yeah. Now that I've heard it from her, well, thanks for calling her, so we can you know get a sense of where she's at. I am so sorry. Yeah, that she is a is lot. Swan dove that over the cliff of like crazy. A, that just doesn't seem like fun. All right, Lynn, we have to go, but uh, all the best in your uh, not your dog situation. Thanks, guys. All right, oh, we'll see you honey. later. Oof, she's a nut. You Can you think? imagine having a neighbor like that? No, because oh nobody acts like that except her. That stinks. God. That really stinks. Now back to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 1031. All right, so we're getting ready for summer. Can't believe that school's going to be out in a few weeks. No, my gosh. It's- Where did that go? Got check time, people. Your teenager is going to work this summer. What job are they going to take? 855-400-9475. Because you and I started talking about this because you want Caden to get a job this summer. I would like him to. He, he could he could fill his time with some responsibility. So what's he going to do? some money. Because, I mean, in all honesty, Caden's going to be driving in November. Right. So we thought it would it, it makes sense for during the summer just to for him to start kind of building up a little gas, gas bank account. 100%. If you will. So what's he going to do? Well, here's the deal. In, in full disclosure, it's a little challenging for us because Caden lives, Caden's dad lives in Jupiter, up to the Great White North. Right. Bo and I obviously live in, in Boynton area. So the tough part is he's still not driving, is trying to get him something where- That schedule can work out for all The schedule works, and that's tough. And that's definitely a challenge when you have, you know, parents that are that live in, in two different towns. And not that, you know, Rob and Bo and Marie and I aren't amazing at, like, trying to figure out how we'll get him, you know, from A to B and C to D. Everybody does an amazing job. It's a village. But it still can be a little tricky. Because sure. it's like, all right, where do, what, do we, what do we do? What does he do? Um, I know he was going to, like, help out at a camp for a couple of weeks. But other than that, well, like, we're just we're kind of just trying to figure out what he can do that will, you know, work with his schedule. I can see where that could be tough. You know what I'm saying? Right? You got yeah. four people. I mean, you're going to work here. It's not like your work is roaming around. Right. It's not like, yeah, it's not like he could be an Uber driver or a delivery driver. He's 15. Oh. Once again, I know. He's 15. Uh, if he was 16, if this was next summer, it wouldn't be an issue. He could drive himself everywhere, right? But we're Right. But one more summer of him still having to, mm-hmm. you know, have transportation provided to him. So we're trying to figure out, you know, what's what's a good thing for him to do. Because Jonah is uh, Jonah's going to work this summer. And okay. he, he, where's he going to work? He's going to be working for kind of a, a flipping company where um, th- this woman dry, uh, buys houses and flips them and stuff okay. like that. So, so he's what's he going to be doing? Like landscaping, putting in fence posts. Uh, stuff in the really, really hot, hot sun. Wow, that sounds amazing. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure he's so grateful to you for finding him. I didn't find it. She asked him. And he's like, okay, because his buddy works. It, it's, it's his mom's so business. So he's, he's pretty much just say it. He's doing outdoor manual labor. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, we all had weird jobs when we were uh, teenagers, right? What was your job when you were a teenager? I didn't have a job when I was a teenager. Okay, most of the other people on the earth had a job. <laughs> my my first job wasn't until college. Yeah, well, did, that was in the that was in the bar, right? Yeah, I worked in a bar. Oh I, my god, I had, had like I was nine a, jobs yeah. by that time. I I honestly like I mean I worked with like my parents. Um, my my dad was like, um, my dad was in real estate, and during the summer I would like work with them like in their offices, and I would like. Perfect. But I was mostly you know ha- like, you know. Just administrative work. Right. I did mostly just, like, administrative stuff with them. I was never, like, outside. I didn't babysit. I didn't have, like, any fun jobs. I kind of wish I could go back and have, like, you know, more experience with fun jobs. I was, like— But then I worked in a bar, and that was fun. 
I was a cashier at a gas station. That was cool um, until there were problems there, and my mother said, you're going to quit there because you're not working at the gas station at 11 at night. Yeah, that's an issue. And, yeah, that's yeah, I get um, that too. And then uh, I, I, I was a janitor forever. <laughs> and, Actually makes sense now. Well, I, well, I mean, it was it was great money. Yeah. Um, and it only took me like X amount of hours to clean this entire building. Um, head to toe, and that, that's what I did. And after that, you were like, I don't ever have to clean anything again. Right. Or did I peak? Right, I, I peaked at that level right there. <laughs> um, you know, and, I mean, I just, I was a camp counselor. I sold men's clothing. Yeah. Um, there were just tons of jobs out there. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Did you say you sold men's clothing? Absolutely. I, at one point, I could actually mark you off like with Taylor's chalk. You know what? This would suit. look fabulous on you. Amazing! Oh my right? God, are your eyes popping or what? Um, this is not your color. No, 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 no. no. We did not do horizontal stripes. Okay? Oh my God! Thank God you came in. Let's do something with this. I can't wait to tell our <sighs> boss later that this. Let's turn that that M upside down to working. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all those areas of life I peaked oh in when I was a teenager. God. This is why you got this right Seriously, now. This is what this is the shell I ended up with. This is it. God, I realized like I had already tackled Sorry, all those shells. industries. Sorry, shells. I accomplished everything sixteen and under. Right. Uh, <laughs> this is it. Remnants. <laughs> you had a lot of fun jobs though. My God, you know what would bring this all together during the hot summer months? A leather coat. Let's do it. Oh my God. <laughs> Jonah, you're working outside all summer. Just from my days back in fashion, I can tell you (laughs) what you need to wear, okay? It's going to pack the heat in real tight. You're going to lose like seven pounds a day. These are called shorts. Okay. (laughs) In fact, hold on. I might have some jorts in the back. Well, he's he's the one who wants to do it. I think that's awesome. It makes you feel accomplished. I think that's awesome. And he also gets to build stuff. He'll learn how to put a whole fence in. Yeah, that's very, very cool. So 855-400-9475, what was your summer job when you were a teenager? Call or text right now. Oh, my God. I thought I heard the sirens outside. It was the fashion police. Get in here and let's do something. Look at me. I got you. (laughs) What was your summer job as a teen? This new country. You're listening to Tim and Chelsea on New Country 103.1. Who has a friend where everything works out for him? Color text. Because you hate him just as much as I do, right? Absolutely. Hate? All right, that's a strong word. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable, Leary. So, Chelsea and I shot a brand new Tim versus Chelsea yesterday at Strike 10 down in Boca, which is a amazing bowling alley. If you have never been there, it's in Meisner. It is so much fun. It, it's it is really cool. It is my favorite bowling alley I've ever been to because it's like an experience, right? Bar, restaurant, pool it's got tables. The pool tables. It's all. I love. It's all glass and open, so you like don't feel like you're like in a dungeon, right? You know, like a bowling alley. Where they're gonna find your body someday in the bathroom. <laughs> where you talked about that. Um, I mean, it's just it's very cool. It's my favorite bowling place. So, uh, and Samantha was down there with us. She's really cool. The manager. She's amazing. So, um, so it's basically Tim versus Chelsea bowling and. And this spawned from Chelsea taking a course in bowling in college. Which was really more just me showing up and signing in and going to grab beers with my friends. And <laughs> and I got to tell you, Chelsea is one of the most amazing bowlers I've ever seen. I've never seen a bowler 
actually, you know, roll the ball and it's got a rotation instead of a spin. That is just, I don't even know how you do it. It's like spinning like clockwise, like the earth. And I'm like, man, that, maybe I want to take that course. That looks really cool. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but Chelsea came out of the gate and was just whiffing it. Like, just the first couple oh, the, of frames. No, first frame. Uh, right. First frame. I haven't bowled in, I can't even remember. I mean, it has to have been two years. Right. I think, like, one of Vale's birthdays, which was, like, two years ago. I think the first frame, I literally gutter ball, gutter ball. Like, I was, like, a dumpster fire. Right. And and I go pick up a spare. I'm like, I'm going to Oh, yeah. Win. Tim came out of the, Tim came out of the gates this. real hot. Right. And then, I didn't know this, but apparently... Chelsea has a godlike power over the pins. Whereas they see her up to the line and they all converse with each other. They turn to each other and say, that is Mistress Chelsea at the line. Come, for we must bow down at her feet. <laughs> Chelsea could throw the ball in the kitchen and the pins would still fall over. Seriously. There was one ball where she both, it wasn't even near the corner pin. And the pin looked at it and went, oh, well, that was Mistress Chelsea's ball. Oh, I'm hit. I'm down. I'm down. It was, it was fantastic. And the more I saw this, the more angry I got, which means I'm sucking wind now. Tim went into a downward <laughs> spiral. <laughs> and it was amazing because. You were so much more interested in my bowling frames than your own because you were just, I can't. Bowling pins were literally sacrificing themselves to you. They're like, oh, Mistress Chelsea, we fall at your feet. Oh, oh, thank you for blessing us, Mistress Chelsea. And I, there was one, I swear to God, I swear, to, I'm not kidding you. There was one shot. Oh, my mouth hurts. There was one shot. This was the worst shot I've ever seen anybody throw in bowling, in the history of bowling. All right? It was Awful. It, I don't Easy even, with your words. They hurt. There was a shot that it wasn't even going to stay in the building. All right? It was heading for the door. And literally, it was like pins melted in their spot. Just went, oh, that's close enough, Mistress Chelsea. <laughs> We're down. We're down. Thank you for blessing us with your presence, Mistress Chelsea. <laughs> and the final. So... Chelsea came back. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just, I'm breathing flames. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all I have to do is I've got the last frame. And all I have to do is just pick up these four pins on the, I don't know what number pins they were, but they're on the diagonal, right? You'll see it in the video. So if I hit one, just one, they're all going down. And I'm sitting there going, I got this. And all of a sudden, I roll the ball. And Mistress Chelsea sends out her Aquaman vibes, talking to the pins. And like Yoda, commands the force and bends the ball around the pins. Oh, my God. You're blaming me for not hitting the pins that oh, I'm able to control a It was heading ball? for the pins, but all of a sudden you're thinking like, No, you must not strike the pins, shall you? And <laughs> it went completely around the pins. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. I'm never bowling with this chick ever again. <laughs> that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. So you don't want to go again tomorrow? Oh, I'd go in a second. That'd be amazing. <laughs>
just to see. I just want to see the young Padawan use the force. I've got a. Uh, I actually, I don't want, we're, you know, the Kyle is still, Jersey Kyle's still editing our full Tim versus Chelsea video. Uh, called the tailspin. Uh, <laughs> we're going to call it uh, Chelsea versus Tim's downward spiral. And uh, I'll do a little sneak peek video that we'll put up there because they take your faces and they put them in these emojis. like oh, on yeah, the, yeah, yeah. On the screen. So if you do something wrong, I mean, it's like hilarious. They have like one of you, you're like at a catapult. I mean, it is, it's so funny. I have never seen bowling pins physically bow to somebody. Oh, shut oh, up. Oh, Mrs. Chelsea, thank you so much. <laughs> so much for blessing us with your presence. Would you please throw the ball in any direction and we will fall to the ground, Mrs. Chelsea. So, can I, can I be Lady Chelsea in the next version of this? No, Lady <laughs> Lord. Chelsea, whatever your title is, we will call it to you. Jesus. Because you bless us with your presence. <laughs> so if you have a friend that's obnoxiously where everything works out for them. Or if you have a friend who's just <laughs> flat out crazy <laughs> that's gone off his bed. 855-400-9475. They make drugs for this, Tim. Oh, Lord Chelsea, you threw Lady, the ball behind you. Lady. Lady Chelsea, you threw the ball behind you. That is okay. We will all fall over together. Come on, Top three things is next. Three things you need to know to start your day with Tim and Chelsea. The good news is that there's a relatively low chance that you will be hit by a satellite falling out of space today. I'm sorry, did you say low chance? Fairly low. Fairly low. We'll talk about that coming up here in just a second. Welcome to your Wednesday, everybody. Top three things you need to know. Everybody's concerned right now about when are the gas stations going to have gasoline again. Port Everglades CEO Jonathan Daniels says progress is being made on several fronts and getting fuel to where it needs to go. That's important because most of the gas that heads to our area arrives at the port. Now, there, there are tons of gas stations around. Gas Buddy said that like one in five gas stations in West Palm didn't have gas, but I think that's a little low for that um, because even yesterday you notice this around your area. Yeah, I mean, where I live in Boynton, I'm like at Woolbright in Congress. I mean, and there's three gas stations right there and none of them had gas yesterday. And I was like, mm. this morning, uh, I did see like our my Wawa has gas again. This Wawa here off 45th Street does. Right. We've gotten a ton of comments on the Facebook page that Costco is where you want to go. There's, there's Because they ship their gas in from another direction. Yeah, they said they actually pay more for their gas to come in. Um, and don't raise the fuel prices, which so, is awesome. what the problem is now is, yes, the tankers are getting out of the Fort Lauderdale area. Yes, floods, but then they had to shut down and look at the gasoline in the tanks to make sure water didn't get in. But that means when the gas is actually delivered, all the cars come in like a piranha feeding. Yeah. And the gas is gone again. So, but Costco, Wawa's, uh, so far we've heard that they they have them. And that's good because truck is in the driveway, no gas. Right. I'm taking my car to get service today, just kind of counting on them, you know. Topping it off there. Where you said your thing was is not a top off. That's actually a fill up the tank. Right. If they could fill up the tank <laughs> today, that'd be great. Topping if you and could filling top, are two different if things. If you could top it off with a full tank. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, some amazing news yesterday. Damar Hamlin from the Buffalo Bills actually was practicing and got yes. cleared. Amazing. And he held a very short press conference afterwards. To have people that are around me that love me and that care about me, and for those people to still have me in their lives, you know, they, they almost lost me. Like, uh, I died on national TV in front of the whole world. You know what I mean? And he's been cleared by everybody. Yeah, he's been cleared and in that press conference. He gave, like, a 12-minute uh, press conference yesterday, and in those... 
in him speaking, you know, he's just talking about how grateful he is. I mean, he is just an absolute miracle, first that of is all. Because he's right. He died on national television. We all watched. It was absolutely insane. And within three months to him to make this recovery and actually join the Bills yesterday and voluntary practice um, and and hopefully be on the field this season is incredible. And he was cleared by like a herd yes, of medical yes, yes. experts. Yeah. Not just some not just Bob going, Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Like tons of people. Yes. Okay. Good news from NASA is that uh, you have a relatively low chance of being hit by a falling satellite today. The defunct science satellite, which will re-enter the Earth's atmosphere on Wednesday evening. NASA has not disclosed the re-entry location due to uncertainty over when and where it will fall. The risk of anyone being harmed by falling satellite debris is considered low at approximately 1 in 2,467. Okay, all sorts of questions here. Number one, um, NASA is saying that the defunct, which basically is a fancy term in my mind for we turned it off, so it falls. Um, it is going to strike somewhere between uh, around 9 p.m. However, there is a 16-hour window on either side which could it could fall to Earth in. That's like a full day. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, so, and they're saying they're hoping that most of the satellite hold on, hold burns on. at what? Back me up here. Yes. This thing is probably going to fall around 9.30 p.m. What does that really mean? It could fall somewhere between Wednesday and Friday. Exactly. As well. Right. Now that you've cleared that up. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, they're hoping that most of the satellite burns up, but there is a part of it that could still not burn up re-entering the uh, atmosphere, and they don't know where it's going to land. Isn't this NASA? They built the thing, right? Yeah, don't they put a track? It's actually, you know what's funny when I just said in my head, don't they put a tracker on it? Oh, wait, it is a tracker. <laughs> you actually physically can't track a tracker. <laughs> it's the whole point of its existence. <laughs> what is happening? That's actually a very good point. Thank you. <laughs> you know what we should put turn a tracker on? It is a tracker. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh... Bob, I got nothing. How I got nothing you on not this one. Find out where it's going to land. So they're saying it could be somewhere uh, New Delhi, India, Okinawa, Japan, <clears throat> or uh, Royal Palm Beach. Uh, somewhere in there. Somewhere between any of those points. And say the statistic again for me. One in, let's call it 2,500. 2,500. Mm -hmm. That's really low. Which is, uh, what's the lottery odds? Well, I mean, let's just think about it. We live in Florida. Your chances of being bitten by a shark are one in three million. Well, yeah, if you're standing on the land. It's literally <laughs> swimming. One in 2,500 literally means you, like, think, what, how big is our Jonah and Shaughnessy's school? How big is our school? Probably about 3,000, somewhere in there. Okay. All right, kids, everybody head out to the football field. Sorry, All right. one of you's not going to make it today. Okay, note to Sun Coast High, nobody goes outside today. Because there's a tracker <laughs> falling to earth that we can't track. Actually, bad news, you can still go to classes because this satellite's falling somewhere between now and Friday. And now, Tim and Chelsea present... Another unusual arrest here in Florida. Where did this Florida man come from? Florida man. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Three-day passes to Sunfest. Yes, you can win them right now. 855-400-9475. All you have to do is simply be the first person to tell us of these three stories. Who is the man from Florida? All right, we've got a Buffalo Wild Wings employee not wanting to go to work. We've all been there. But decided to call in and fake a shooting threat. Well, that's, uh, that's just gosh darn illegal. Why don't you just, like, you know, go old school? 
throw up a little. Right. You know. I'm not feeling well. I'm not. I had bad sushi. Cough, cough. Right. Anyway. Next. We've been arrested for stealing a shopping cart loaded with Pokemon cards from a Walmart. Yes. Question. I feel like you would know this because I don't. Uh Are are Pokemon cards still like a thing? Are these a hot commodity? All right. Thank Uh, you for that. I mean, I know. (laughs) How about this one? I know this. I know that there are Pokemon cards out there that are worth probably a couple thousand dollars. Going to go out on a limb saying they're not at Walmart. Okay. I'm just very confused on that. Next, we have a man's car getting caught in a high tide after parking right behind a no parking sign. Genius you. I think I got my pony. 855-400-9475. They're good contenders. You be the one to decide. Who is the man from Florida? It's Tim and Chelsea, New Country 1031. This is a man from Florida on New Country 1031. Hi, New Country 1031. Who's this? Steve. Steve. Dude, three-day passes the Sunfest. The man from Florida, here are your stories. We have a Buffalo Wild Wings employee not wanting to go to work, so calling in a fake shooting threat. A man arrested for stealing a shopping cart loaded with Pokemon cards from Walmart. And a man's car getting caught in a high tide after parking right behind a no-parking sign. All right, dude, who do you think is the man from Florida this morning? Never wanted. Ooh, calling in the fake shooting. That was actually in New York. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, try again, dude. Hi, new country. Who's this? Hey, uh, this is Maria. All right, Maria. A man from Florida. Here are your stories. Buffalo Wild Wings employee not wanting to go to work, so calling in a fake shooting threat. A man arrested for stealing a shopping cart loaded with Pokemon cards out of Walmart. And a man's car getting caught in high tide after parking right behind a no parking sign. All right, Maria. The the rule of three still does apply here. Remember, if it involves nakedness or a a sword or it happened at a Walmart, 90% of the time, it uh, is a man from Florida, and we know it's not story number one. So who do you think a man from Florida is this morning? I'm going to go with the guy that stole the Pokemon cards. Pokemon at a Walmart. Walmart, that's correct. Yeah! Very nice. Nice job, honey. Nice job. How do you think you're going to get all those things out in a shopping cart? It's okay. Just one at a time. One at everybody in. <laughs> that means you just got three-day passes to Sunfest. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, honey. Hold on the line. Have a great day, and thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Okay. You too. This is New Country 1031 with Tim and Chelsea. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, Chelsea was telling the story about how the kids' school, St. Joseph's, um, everybody was going back and forth because, they're again, this year, for the second year in a row, there was a shot that they were going to close the school, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And then they had a meeting and all this. So here's the update with that. So, I mean, there's just so much, you know, obviously in the backstory that I've shared over the year in the last... It feels like it's been like years right now. Um, but ultimately, the school is going to close at the end of this year. The property that, you know, it sits on, on the church property, um, the lease is expired. And it's there's just no agreement that's been able to been reached. So we're pretty much, you know, being... You know, well, they're closing the school. They're going to sell the property. Closing the school. So, so that's been, you know developing the last few months or so and obviously obviously it's it's left a lot of families and and as you know that I've I've spoken about it very openly um a lot of families you know trying to figure out where their kiddos are going to school a lot of families working to keep kids at the same school so it's easier for them and I've always said you know for such an unfortunate situation for somewhere that I've had you know, like Caden was there since he was three years old. Right. Um, and now Caden, of course, is in high school. So a school that I've been a part of for, you know, almost 12 years now. 
Um, I know that with the littles, you know, now I have Bridge who's going to be going into first grade. Vale is still in that, you know, pre-K age. I feel like I am on the fortunate end of this horrible situation because my kids are so young. They're not older and, I, and more bonded. Exactly. It's the it's the heartbreak that I see my friends' kiddos go through that are in middle school that have to go to another school for, you know, one or two years and then go to high school. 100%. And they have the bonds with their, their friends that they've had since they were all together since, like, a kindergarten age. So it's those that are really – it's really difficult to sit back and watch, and they don't get to graduate together from, from St. Joseph's. Are parents having a hard time relocating the schools for their kids? It's getting easier, I will say. Um, the community around us has been absolutely amazing from the, some of the schools that are around there have been so great and welcomed everybody with open arms trying to help, you know, take in, take in kids and, and let them join in their school community. So it's been so awesome, and thank you for that, because it's, it's making the transition easier for something that is so sad. Mm-hmm. And that's the point, is everything right now is it's the last this, it's the last that. So every single thing is just, it's it's trying to be happy, but also it's very sad. Right. Um, so it's one of those things where, well, this is the last time they're going to do this, and this is the last time they're going to do that. Everything feels, every milestone, every moment feels like this is the last. This From is the, the moment last. the announcement, it's been that way. Right. Oh, that ex- sucks. Ex- yeah, so it's just that reoccurring feeling of, you know, the girls' um, the girls lacrosse season is right. We're in the final season of, of sports this year. And the girls played uh, last week in their championship and I mean and they're just like all crying hysterically like at the end and it's not because of winner winning or losing it's it's the last it's the last game it's the last game it's the last time they'll play on that field it's the last time they'll like all play together god this is hard well it's the last time the team's going to be together right so last night was the boys lacrosse championship they played against another local school and it is just so great to see like how many students parents previous faculty like all show up just to be there for was it just packed in the, the last it was it was packed and you have just like groups of kids over here you have groups of parents over here teachers you know it's just it's really really neat just to see even though it's such a small community you know it's still a community no matter no matter the size like what it created because even Caden went back right he played so Caden you know Caden is a freshman um at at Oxbridge, you know, he's he's 15, um, but he went to St. Joe's and my my best friend, you know, works at St. Joe's and that's how I met her. She's Bridges' godmother, Kelly. Her son, Kane, is still in eighth grade. Right. So he's getting to graduate, thankfully, from St. Joe's and, and he'll go to Pope next year. But he's like amazing and um, plays on the team. So that this was his last game, you know, his last middle school game. So Caden came. And he like watched the game and like supported the school. And it's cool because like all Caden's teachers are there and they've same teachers, right? Same oh, yeah. teachers are still yeah. there. And they get to see Caden, who's now this like super tall 15 year old, and he's doing so great. And it's really nice for them to see like they're everyone's like, How's Caden? I'm like, Well, here he is. And he's a great kid. And it's, you know, so much because of of this community that, you know, he was a part of for so long. And then at the end of the game, it was so cute. And they lost. And it was like, and it was back and forth and back and forth. And it was like, they were tied. Then they were up and they were tied. I mean, it was one of the best games I've yeah, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gulfstream, the other school, just like ran away with it at the end and scored two goals. And it was it was awesome. And those parents in that school is fantastic. And um, at the end, I was like, they lost. It was just like, everyone's super emotional. We're all just, you know, up there and talking. And we're like up on the top of the field all talking. And I look over like out of the corner of my eye. 
and Caden has walked across the field to go and like hug Kane. And it was like, and for some reason, like at that moment, like my friend Kelly and a bunch of parents, we like all looked over and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, because they're in, they're in different grades. You know, they're right, in different right, right, schools. Right, right. Kaden's in high school now. You know, he's the, he's the cool kid in high school. Kane is in, in, in eighth grade. And, and I saw him just like walk over and like give Kane this huge hug. And I was like, oh God, but that was created because of, you know, that community. But that's awesome. Though. And it was cool. It was very cool. And like I said, everything just feels like, okay, that's the last this, it's the last that. And, right, right. But it's great. And so, you know, and those are the memories. When, that, when are the kids out? Like like in a couple weeks, you know, like, you know, whatever, end of May. Um, but it is, it's really cool to just, I mean, it, it's it's hard, it's sad, but it's like those, those, these are like, those are the memories that we'll, you know, hold on to. Well, and, and this sounds really weird to say, and I, I don't want it to come off the wrong way, but yeah. it's... It it seems very, it's good that you guys can have these last moments together. Yeah, and and that there's there's just closure for. I mean, I know all the kids and the parents are sad and everything like that, yeah. but there's a sense of the the sense of community, the sense of closure. Yeah. I mean, Caden going to his friend. Yeah, that was so cool. And so he's like, he's like, he's, like, he's my brother, mom. I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> You know, but it's like very cool. I mean, he but there's stuff was, that's stuff that they're never gonna. Well, forget. that's and that's what I always say. Like, I think it's so cool, and I'm so appreciative and grateful for it. Because like, even Caden's friendships now, you know, he's got like two friends that go to different high schools that he met at St. Joe's when he was four years old. Right. And right. now they come and pick him up, in you know, in the driveway and go out and for and for me and you know, or one's driving and they're still good friends. I'm like, that's what I'm like. I'm like these friendships that you guys have started, even if you go to different schools they're they're not going anywhere you know you can't take that that the uh a geographical location can't change that and that's why Caden walked across the field to hug his friend yeah that's why yeah that's really really i mean that's cool and the moments are are very unique very special and these these kids are going to get through it and they're going to stay together yeah you'll see you'll see it stay together yeah all right, well, thank you for the up. I know it's tough. I hate you. <laughs> you want you want to take five? Are we supposed to have like photo shoot today? Yeah, Thanks, yeah. Tim. Yeah, that's awesome a good idea. That's wow, look at that. That's a keeper. Oh look, we can't Chelsea with a baseball bat today. God, look at how fluffy your eyes are. It's the best. The best. The best of Jim and Chelsea. Listen live weekdays from six to ten on New Country 1031.